Hello and welcome back to From the Panther Pit. Riley Stapleton here with Ty Odom for another episode this week. Um, same fall sports we got going on, but they're starting to wind down. We got cross country, um, volleyball, softball, football. Um, first thing we're going to touch touch on cross country um, real quick. They played or they competed at the Wingfoot um, Classic this past weekend. Um, boys got 17th overall, I believe. Girls 15th. Boys' highest finisher was um, nine minutes second in the 5K, Nick Nyman. Um, and I think the next highest finisher was Ty Dubin at 51st. But um, Nyman recently got a player of the week. Um, Shelby Foster wrote that. You can go read that on the Prowler. But, um, yeah, the Wingfoot, I wouldn't say it's probably our best performance of the season, but um, Nyman did well. I believe for the girls, the highest finisher was Darby Olive at 45th on the 5K. But, um, you know, good job to cross country. I know that um, the postseason is coming up for them. So um, make sure you're paying attention. But um, we're going to move over to volleyball, who um, they've been playing pretty well. They have a good record standing at 23-11. and 11. Um, I went and talked to Coach Flowers just about – they've been on the road a lot. And um, they're, they'll be back October 4th, I believe, for senior night. And um, actually, they have a tournament. They're actually going to be back tonight. Is tonight home? Tonight's I think, home. I think they're he in my interview I'm pretty sure he said they were going to Columbus. Are you sure? Or maybe that's for the tournament. I thought that's, it was away. It says here on the schedule it says Houston County. Houston County. Yeah, no, they're or Yeah, and it, then the other one is at Northside. Yeah, it's at Northside. Oh, never Columbus. mind. My bad. Yeah. No yeah, I know. Max perhaps it looks all weird. Mm-hmm. Um no, but they're going to Columbus tonight and then they have a tournament this weekend. I sat down and talked to Flowers and um here is some of what he had to say. Thing is you guys have been away for a really long time. Can you just talk to me about playing all those games away from home? Yeah, it's been uh interesting with the schedule because um I put together half of it after um taking over for Coach Ellison from last year, so he had done half and then um the region is already set. Um and that was Another part of it too. Um, we've had some tournaments away, um, so we're excited to get back on uh, October fourth for the senior night. Um, Better get back home again, and then we hope to host some uh, playoff games uh, in the state as well. But um, you know, there's there's a good and bad to travel. Um, you know, some of it is I think sometimes the team is a little more focused when we travel because there's more of a routine of leaving right after school and, and going somewhere to play. Um, sometimes when you're at home, there's more distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, um, you know we've hated not being able to be playing more in front of the home crowd and um, having that uh, home field advantage or home court advantage as well. So yeah, and you guys play tomorrow, and then you have a tournament this weekend. What's the mindset going into those? Uh, well, tomorrow is um, probably our our longest weekday trip. It's down to Columbus, so um, good hour and a half ride, but. Um, we're playing um, Northside, which we've already played um, a couple times before, um, split with them. So we're looking to um, try to get the win so we can uh, be a 2-1 advantage on them. And then um, Houston County, which is out of Warner Robins, and we haven't really seen them at all or know much about them. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what level of volleyball they're playing. Uh, but hope, definitely hoping to get two wins out of that trip. And then uh, the weekend will be a tough one because it's the um, – Elite Eight Showcase, so it's the final eight teams from last year playing against each other. Um, Whitewater and McIntosh will be there, but we're not playing them. We're playing um, four other um, really good teams. So it'll, it'll give us a chance to really see where we're at um, moving into the state playoffs because these are the teams that were there last year and most likely will be um, in that final eight again this year. So, Okay, thank you. And um, so, yeah, they've been playing the road a lot, but, you know, like he said, you know, um, he feels like they can get more focused on the road with the whole routine. 
And um, they haven't been horrible on the road. Four and one in away games, sixteen and seven neutral, and they're only three and three at home. And so, I mean, really, they have not been home that much at all. Um, but you know, twenty three and eleven, five and one in the region, they're having a pretty good year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, senior night, October fourth, coming up. That's pretty big. I believe there are three seniors. Three, yes. Megan um, Lee, Kaylee Leachman, Lauren Ratnow. Yes. Those three, yeah. Um, make sure you come out October fourth. Support them. They'll be playing against Westlake. So come and support the volleyball team. Um, I remember the regular season, I don't think – I mean, I think in the region tournament last year they were like a four seed or something were, and um, made a run to the championship. They were three, three seed, and then they lost in the championship to um Yeah, McIntosh. I think they – did they – is it double elimination? Did they lose first round and then went all the way up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got it. Whitewater um, in an upset and then lost to McIntosh in the region championship. But this year – like I said, five and one in the region. They're looking pretty good. Um, hopefully, they can improve upon what they did last year. And I mean, they had a pretty good state run too. Mm-hmm. And um, this team is very, very good. You look at the teams they've lost to. They're not losing any bad teams. Like when they played in South Carolina, they lost to two nationally ranked teams. Um, yeah, they're a very good team. You need to make sure you come out, catch some of this uh, volleyball action. We got a really good team this year. But um, moving on over into volleyball. Talk about good teams. This is or softball. I meant mm-hmm. this is a good team. Yeah, twenty six so, and two. Twenty six and two. And um, last night they um pretty much whooped the Griffin Bears, um, fifteen nothing and seventeen to nothing. Both games were only three innings each. Yeah, that first so, round of region tournament. Yeah, it was um, like. Yeah, it, I mean we've still we're yet mm-hmm. to lose to a region opponent, yet to lose at home. This team is just something else. And, I mean, we had a pretty good team last year, and then there was a disappointing um, uh, playoff, you know, first yeah. round losing. I don't see yeah, that happening mean, this year. You can see, like, that the um, girls this year want to um, definitely prevent that from happening. I mean, yeah, I've talked to them, and they just talk about playing for each other, mm-hmm. and there's just a different attitude this year. And you can see, and they just, I mean, they've been whooping everybody. You look at their last couple games, 17-0, 15-0, like you mentioned, 16-0, 17-0, 7-3, 11-3. They have a 10-0 game. I mean, they're just destroying. 17-0 against Riverdale earlier mm-hmm. this year, 16-0 against Fayette County. These region teams, they haven't stood a chance at all. I mean, this 26-2, like I said, is their overall record, 12-0 in the region. Yeah. And these these girls are just dominant. They've scored two hundred eighty six runs, allowed sixty three. They won eight in a uh-huh. row. This team is just on fire. And um, yeah. do we? I don't. There were Macintosh Whitewater was rained out yesterday, so I yeah believe that we don't know who will be playing in the next round of the region tournament. Um, but it, I assume it'll be the winner of Whitewater and Macintosh. The region tournament only four teams. Yeah. Yeah. So winner of Whitewater Macintosh, which that'll be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, we only beat Whitewater by seven three in the second game. Yeah, and then see here, I have it on the um, schedule actually, where we um, we beat it. Um, never mind, that was that was a non-region opponent. Yeah, we only beat oh, Whitewater. We um, yeah, we yeah. beat Whitewater eight zero and seven three, and I mean seven three. That's one of our closer games, especially against region opponents. And uh, I know um, Whitewater, if they get their hitting going, mm-hmm. um, they they hit pretty well against us in that 7-3 game. Um, it was just Paige Andrews was pitching, and, you know, once she kind of found her zone, 
um, they were done. And then Beckus came in and she closed them out. But McIntosh also has some good pitching. I believe we beat them 3-0 both games. And so if we meet up with McIntosh in the region championship, you never know what could happen. Yeah. I believe that they're a very good softball team. Yes, and, um, they are. You know, nothing's given to you. But and Also, I would like to highlight um, a specific player, um, Kate Ashmore. Oh, um, at yeah. The, um, at those, uh, um, last night's game set a um, a new school record for uh, most RBIs. I'm not sure the yeah. exact number, but she's the all-time leader. She's now. the all-time leader now. So it just goes to show you how these girls, how the, how much these girls love the game and how much they yeah. and like how much they practice and yeah, all the sacrifice mm-hmm, and how they consistently deliver on the field and it's just always awesome to watch yeah kate is a great player Mm -hmm. i mean once this season is over and you look um in the record books you'll definitely see a lot of kate ashmore a lot of leah dubin by the time flanders graduates she's only a sophomore now but two years from now she'll be all over Mm -hmm. the record books at stars mill there's a lot of history being made with this team which is um why i've been saying you know you need to go watch this team it's really something to see but um Whoever we meet up with in the region championship, I think it'll be a good match. I will be. I don't see it being like Griffin, 15-0, 17-0. I mean, I think in the second game it was 12-0 after the first inning. It was. It was it's, 12-0. I actually have, I have notes on it on my phone. Yeah, it was a slaughter, really. It wasn't close. Yeah, it I mean, was, it look, was, their last four games, 17-0, 16-0, 15-0, 17-0, they're on fire right let's now. Let's see. We made it through our – Lineup Our entire lineup in twice inning, right? in the first inning. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is bad. Mm-hmm. And I be, I think Griffin's just having a rebuilding year because I don't think they were too bad last year. Um, and they still had some girls that yeah. had – um, you could – I mean, like, some girls that have, have, have a lot of potential. and I think pitching, pitching looks like their problem to me. Mm-hmm. Especially – I was only there for the second game, but it, they just – it didn't seem like they had any good pitchers, and that's a huge part of the game. Yeah. But they had some good hitters and good runners because mm-hmm. they did um, almost. I know um, they almost scored because um, one of their girls still third stole third um, late in the um, first game. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely yeah. potential there because I remember mm-hmm. a couple of years ago Griffin was pretty good, and um, I think they just had some girls graduate. And now you got to rebuild, retool. But um, yeah, um, we don't know the exact. I believe the second round games will be is it Monday, Tuesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. It will be. I think it's Tuesday, Wednesday. I believe. It, I don't Max think it Preps doesn't have it. Um, I want to say Tuesday, Wednesday of next week will be the second round. Um, they play two games the first day. Um, it's a best of three, so if they split the two games on the first day, then they play another game the following day. And um, yeah, this will be. Is that region championship next week? Yeah, yes, it's recent championship. So. Looking, for, looking to go back-to-back. Back. Make sure you come check that out next week, mm-hmm. early next week. But um, we're going to move on to football. Speaking of back-to-back back region champs. <laughs> yes. Um, we finally got a win. We've been getting our butts whooped for a little bit there, and um, we turned around and um, crushed Jonesboro pretty good. A little bit of a slow start, but ultimately mm-hmm. won 38-6. to six. Um, It was just a huge win to start the um, quote-unquote real season, as yes. head coach Phillips likes to um, call it, because, you know, really the first four games don't matter if you're not playing region opponents because playoff seeding all depends on region seeding. And so Jonesboro getting a big 32-point win was huge, especially going at Griffin, at Whitewater, and then coming back home for McIntosh. That is a tough three-week stretch. 
yeah. especially this year. We lost a lot of talent last year. Guys are still being moved around. I mean, not everyone who plays has really found their position yet. Yeah, in fact, um, after the um, Sandy Creek loss, um, Coach Phillip completely – he completely um, – Wipe the defense. Moved and, around a lot of guys. Yeah, moved around a lot of guys. And so. I know Michael Burnett, who was a linebacker, mm-hmm. slid down to defensive end. Wes Haney, who was playing safety, moved up to linebacker. He made a lot of changes. And, then, um, and we got um, Sam White and Carson Kalen back from injury, and that was yes. huge. Uh, I believe Carson broke off a pretty good run for a touchdown against Jonesboro. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, just returning healthy and um, just getting a big win like that will especially help. Like you said, they're back-to-back region champions. They're looking for that third one in a row, looking to continue this dynasty for as long as you can. Oh, yeah. But Griffin Griffin and Whitewater, these two weeks have been something we've stumbled over these past two years on the way to a region championship because two years ago it was a three-way tie. We beat Griffin, lost to Whitewater. Last year we lost mm-hmm. to Griffin, beat Whitewater. There was another three-way tie. Um, Whitewater is 0-5 this year, though. So – but yeah, they, they lost their first region game to, didn't to Griffin, I believe. I think Griffin beat them pretty Gr- good. Griffin beat them. So. Um, but so this, now with Griffin having that win over Whitewater, this turns into a must-win game mm-hmm. on Friday. You can't let Griffin have both of those games because if they beat everyone else, there's, you know, they're region champions. Well, yeah, if they go undefeated in the region. But you really, you don't want them to have those tiebreaker games. Got to beat Griffin. Got to beat Whitewater. You know, of course, two years ago there was a whole um, the whole fumble debacle. issue, the spike, all of that, yeah. causing the loss to Whitewater. But I, I, I don't think Owen Five really describes Whitewater. When you go and look at their schedule, they've played really good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're playing any bad teams. They, I think they played Sandy Creek and Chapel Hill as we did. I know they played Chapel Hill. I think they played either Northgate or Sandy Creek. I think we had two common opponents on our first four games. Yeah, and so, I mean, the only way to really find out um, how how Whitewater will, um, like, how much of a threat Whitewater will pose to us is when they start playing more um, evenly matched teams. And yeah, and so teams. that's why the Griffin game kind of – because I thought Whitewater was going to be very good this year. Mm-hmm. And then they Griffin beat them pretty good. I thought Griffin might have a down year, but maybe Griffin will be really good and Whitewater's having a down year. I think McIntosh will be solid. Um, I know we've beat them pretty good a lot of times, but last year it was 36-35. You know, they gave us a run for our money, mm-hmm. and we were very, very good last year. So these next three weeks are really going to prove a lot about this year's football team, Stars Mill. But then following those, they have Riverdale and Fayette County. Hopefully you can win both of those. Um, Fayette County, I know, and Riverdale are both typically pretty athletic, and mm-hmm. that's what we've been struggling this year is playing super athletic teams that are just running all over us. Yeah. Um, it's definitely the issue since we lost, like, a lot of our athletes, mm-hmm. so to speak, from, like, you, like say, say um, Colton Hauser. We lost him. And so, great athlete. Great athlete. So we just have yet to um, find someone to replace him or build around some another style to um, – sort of counter that athleticism that the other teams. Well, I think the problem with this year's team is a lot of the guys who were stepping up into starting roles didn't get a lot of play time Mm -hmm. on varsity. They were mainly JV guys. Now they're being thrust into the spotlight, and it takes some adjusting. And But I think playing teams like Sandy Creek and Northgate and Chapel Hill, and you know, even though you get beat pretty good, especially against Sandy Creek and Chapel Hill, it's good to learn from. And honestly, Coach Phillips has said that he thinks if we were healthier for the Northgate game, we could have won – there were a couple coaching decisions that I think played a role in losing that game. And I just think 
those guys competing with Northgate like they did in week two is a very good sign that this team has a lot of potential. Um, Hunter's been throwing the ball pretty well. He's had a lot of drops, but he's been a very accurate passer, which we thought he would be a threat with his legs. But really, um, if we start catching balls, then he'll be, you know, more of a more of a threat with his arm than Mm -hmm. DeLuca was. And, um, but he's also very, very – I believe he runs a 4-6, 40-yard dash. He's a very athletic guy. Like, he's, he's very athletic. And um, I just think with mm-hmm. more experience that comes, he's going to you know, really open up this offense. Because, like I said, he's been very accurate this year. He's thrown – I think he's already thrown three or four touchdowns, which doesn't seem like a lot. But for yes. Stars in the football, that's a pretty, de- pretty big deal. Kalen's already um, – I think he's at like 697 yards and seven touchdowns this year. He's definitely yeah. breaking a thousand this year. Oh, he's on pace he's, for um, about 1500 yards and 15 touchdowns, I believe. Um, so totally um, wouldn't be record breaking. I mean, because Cole Gilly was getting you know over 2000. Yeah. Um, Kalen, if he has a couple big region games, he might get close to there, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I know that just with a lot more guys getting healthy, he's been getting less and less touches. Artit Hody has been playing very well. He's been getting more carries. He's definitely but a guy to look out for. Cause obviously, I can tell with Kalen, he's not a numbers guy. He wants to win. Mm-hmm. Kalen, yeah, he's. you can tell, by the way. Like, I mean, I've had conversations with him about like some like of his numbers and stuff, and he just straight up told me, oh, I don't care about that. I just want to win. Yeah, he's, so that's he always like a selfless guy. To, um, that's always <laughs> something good to look uh, to look for, and especially in um, a running back, because mm-hmm. a lot of times they are stat driven. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, but yeah, and so <laughs> having such a um, selfless guy on the team is just um, awesome. Because also you'll have um, he's told me you know, several times that he gets fired up because of because um, he got to block for some for another runner, mm-hmm. and they were able to score off of that block, and um, so it just goes to show how selfless not just Kalen but this team is yeah and I think they've learned some of that from the um running back group from last year with mm-hmm. Nick Brown and Mitch Pro and, and um Cole Gilly those guys were very selfless they would do you know they didn't care who was getting the touchdowns who was doing what they just wanted to win and I think that has definitely been passed down and I think that's huge just with a team like this especially you know when you have those games where you're losing by 30-ish points mm-hmm. if you can all just stay together and have that team chemistry that's what's going to help you later in the year but, um, yeah, this Friday we got Griffin. Next Friday, Whitewater, McIntosh, Riverdale, Fayette County. Yes. But um, I'm still feeling good about three region championships. I think we can do it. I think this Griffin game is going to be the biggest one on our schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at Griffin. You know, Which, I think it's like half an hour trip. I think you need to go. That's the first time in a couple years that we've actually been at Griffin. Yeah, two years two. ago we were at Griffin, and it was one of the best football games mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. Um, Last year – they were here. We missed the game winning field goal. Yeah, which really did suck. Yeah. Even it, I mean, it was a very it was a very interesting game to watch, and it yeah. was very fun to watch. If you get if you want to get hyped up for this Griffin game, I encourage you to read my story from two years ago. Fifty two forty nine shootout. We got down early, came back. One of the best games mm-hmm. I've ever watched. I encourage you to go read it. It's very good. It'll get you hyped for tomorrow's game. I'm I'm very very excited for this game. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be great. I think it'll be a lot like the past two years, which is very very close games, and those are the fun ones to me. But um, make sure you come out and Let's support. Make the drive to Griffin. Um, that's all I have for this week. You got anything else you want to add? Um, actually, I kind of do want to add this, even though it's not um so much as sports related. Um, 
next um, Tuesday, October 2nd, I want y'all all to come out to um, the um, Veterans Day concert that we're having here at um, Starsville. So, um, plug. <laughs> yeah, one, two. So, I'm going to just hit, hit me one right here. So, um, <laughs> come out. Um, it's going to be a, it's a very unique concert. Um, we would love to see your support. Um, so, if you come out there, um, Men of the Mill will be performing. So that'll yeah. be fun to Sounds to watch. like you got your next week planned. Tomorrow, go watch the football game. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, go to the concert. Thursday, go watch um, Senior Night for volleyball. Go catch a softball game. There's a lot to do. Make sure you come out and support the school, Stars Mill in general. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all we got. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.